Ivan Tony, Harvey Elliott, Harry Wilson, Emiliano Buendia. What does that say to you about promising players in British football? People like them, let's make some more of them. You could say that. This show is not just about Premier League, it's also about the Championship. So sit back and enjoy with us on the volley for the next 30 minutes everything you need to know about what's going on in the world's best second division. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Off the Volley with me, Nick Slade and Gary Montague. We're here to bring you everything you need to know about the championship this morning. Uh, get in touch with us on the hashtag on the volley 99 uh, We look forward to hearing from you. A crazy week of football results that we didn't expect, results that we did expect, and the usual surprises, of course. Uh, um, tomorrow is all about the Premiership, of course, as we look ahead to the weekend. But this morning, it's all about what happened this week in the Championship. Famous second division, the English second division, which is known throughout the world and produces some fantastic action on a weekly basis. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Yeah, good morning, mate. Uh, yeah, just interesting that we... I mean, we did speak about talking about the lower leagues in England and we actually had a, a message from... a. Um, a guy in Spain, I believe, asking if we could cover uh, the championship and below. So we're going to try to squeeze in a little bit of championship, possibly a little bit of League One and League Two, if we can, mate, just to see. Um, you know, I mean, like, like like you just said, it's the I would say it's the biggest second division in the world. Um, you could yep. you could argue that, but I don't know whether anyone would. But um, yeah, so let's jump right into it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's one of those leagues, isn't it? Which, of course, um, the second division here in Spain is uh, is well known. It's followed, of course. You know, there's a lot of big teams that drop out of the, the Premier Division into the second division. So, of course, people continue to keep tabs. But it just doesn't have the passion and the excitement. I don't think any second division in the world has the passion and the excitement that the our English Championship does. And some massive clubs, uh, the, the, the season upon season, are in that division battling to get out of it. Some would call it the division from hell because it's so hard to get out of um of course it took the great the great this is not an opportunity to talk about my 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 hero in Bielsa but you know it took him he didn't get it done at the first time with Leeds and um you know he had to have a couple of cracks at the whip uh to get promoted if you find yourself in the, in the between positions three and six of course you get into the playoffs every every summer every May supposedly every May um, but that doesn't guarantee you anything. You then got to go through two very difficult semi-finals to get into the playoff final, and that's obviously why they call it the uh, the most lucrative game in, in world football. Because of course the prize is the Premier League. Um, so who's the top of the pile? Yeah, I'm not asking you because I don't know. I do know. Well, obviously, I mean, um, the top of the pile obviously at the moment are Norwich City, followed by Bournemouth, and then yeah. followed by Watford, which are the 
the three clubs that went down and that's quite unusual really because you normally don't have the three clubs that go down banging straight at the top again you know um yeah um so so it's interesting but so i don't know whether that once again we talk about the fans has that got something to do with the fans and the fact that Watford, Norwich and Bournemouth still have Premier League players, etc. in their squads. You know, is, sure. it, is it something to do with that? Because normally you see one club go down and they'll sort of sit mid-table and struggle to sort of get back into the Premier League. But these three are, are doing quite well at the moment, particularly Norwich, a, a, a good win at Reading last night. Reading in fifth place and they did start the season really well. But uh, they've dropped off the pace a little bit. Um and obviously Bournemouth with a uh, a 1-0 win over Wickham. Uh, Wickham Wanderers are sitting down in 23rd, uh, their first season in the Championship. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think Bournemouth weren't particularly good in that game, but um, Wickham had a player sent off relatively late and, um, and, and Bournemouth nicked the win. I mean, by all accounts, I know a few Bournemouth fans and by all accounts, they weren't particularly good. And Wickham probably deserves something out of the game, but um, they managed to snatch it in the end. I think the thing with this league is there's so many games, and to be consistently good uh, is really tough. And I think Bournemouth have found um, over the last, well, I mean, they've got off to a flyer um, just behind Norwich, just behind Norwich in second place. Um, and you'd think, in fact, uh, someone said to me, um, How do you see that one going during the week? And I'm not sure if it was a uh, our mate, our chap in uh, in, in Spain that is obviously following this league, um, but he, a friend asked me, "How do you see this one going?" He said, "Well, on paper, you know, someone's top against bottom, um, but Wickham didn't make it easy for Bournemouth. Um, Bournemouth didn't play great, as you say, um, but it's one of those leagues which is probably epitomised by the Bristol City Millwall result. Really, I mean, you know, City were okay down to ten men, but um, you know, they're fighting more, fighting for a promotion place." Millwall mid-table um, and you fancy them at Ashton Gate to, to, to get the three points Bristol City because they've been doing well and you know they, they, they lose to, to to the Lions of Millwall and uh, just sums the league up really it's so difficult to uh, to, to, to build consistency it's a really um, unpredictable yeah it's a really unpredictable league I mean you say about it's Bristol so City um, but they had lost three games at home before that so I mean it's, all teams just seem to have these inconsistent times throughout the season and, and Millwall yeah. have been drawing far too many games but um, they've got a decent yeah. away record actually they've now won 4 out of 10 away games so um, Gary Rowett's got them sort of going in the right direction now Drilled. after a few after a few sort of disappointing results but um, so Millwall sitting down there in 15th so Bristol City I want to say would be disappointed with that but once again you can't you can't call this league so often. There's so many games that, um, that, that you know. I mean, and the other one that I sort of look at, obviously bottom of the table at the moment, Sheffield Wednesday. Um, they yeah. obviously had that point deduction, that six point deduction at the start of the season. Uh, that was reduced, wasn't it, from twelve? So you know, yeah, know. yeah, six points. Um, so they're currently on nine points. Obviously. Uh, they would have been on um, 15 points, but it's... Sure, I mean, they, they've got which would have still let them in the relegation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got Tony Pulis in, and I think he's played six or seven games now. I mean, Tony Pulis, for anyone who knows or doesn't know, is is uh, synonymous or renowned for keeping teams up or, you know, um, yeah. uh, having tight defences and that sort of thing. 
And they're currently without a win. On, I think seven games now that he's been in charge. Maybe eight games that they've been in charge. Yeah. And um, yeah. he can't seem to get it going. Another loss yesterday at Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, a big result for them. And Chris Hewton, he also has struggled since he's come in at Nottingham Forest. So, you know, that was a big result for Forest last night. Or the night before. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of you uh, listeners out there, you... You're probably familiar with a lot of these names because there's a lot of clubs in this division that have been in the top flight mm-hmm. uh, in, in in the past and in the recent past as well. And in a minute, we'll run through all the results from this week from uh, from round 19 because, of course, you know it's round 13 in the in the Premier League this week. But uh, round 19, the, the, the game just don't stop in the Championship. Well, um, yeah. and you've got to get used to playing every couple of days because you know here we are um, mid December and you know the, we're almost at the halfway point because. Well, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's 20, sorry, yeah, I would have thought it's league. quite unusual around the continent actually I mean sorry. it's quite unusual that I mean they play 46 games in this league um, you know league yeah. games I'm not quite sure how many other European competitions have 46 games which makes it even harder I mean 8 more games they play 8 more games in the Premier League and um, it's just yeah, such yeah, a competitive yeah. league and like you say there's some big sure. teams in here Particularly from the past, you know, Nottingham Forest, former sure. European Cup. And of course, those teams are, yeah, yeah. You know. And of course, those teams are, are involved in two domestic cup competitions, of course, as well. Um, naturally, they don't go as far as the Premier League teams, or in theory or on paper, they, they shouldn't or they don't. Um, there's just so many games, of course. And, and yes, this league doesn't have uh, so many players on international duty because, of course, the majority of the players in, in, in the Premier League are on international duty, not so much. In this division, but, but they still, still have players. the international the break, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah, you know. True, true. But it's just the it's just the amount and the intensity of this league. But interesting, you just mentioned that about other European leagues. Uh, you and I obviously were we actually met in in, in Castellon, of course, and 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 the town, the, well, the town, the, the, the football mad town, as most Spanish towns, uh, Pam Pam, the, uh, the the name given to uh, as the nickname to the the Castellon team. Um, interesting thing we actually went to the playoff game and that was a league which just felt like it just went on and on yeah, that, yeah it on went on until mid-June didn't it yeah I think yeah yeah and and so when all the other yeah sorry mid-June so by the time that all the other leagues are kind of shut down the first second week of May um, you've got this league in, in the, the Spanish playoffs system which just goes on and on and on anyway great uh, little shout out there to Castellon and uh, and and the times that we spent there mm-hmm. Uh at El Stadio Castellar. What a but, place! Um, but yeah, so anyway, so, I mean, yeah. but looking at those, um, the teams in that division, of course, we've got Norwich in in, in first place, of course, uh, Bournemouth in second, then Watford, Swansea, Reading, and Brentford the playoff positions at the moment, and there are Brentford on 32 and Norwich are on 40, so eight points separate sixth and first. Yeah. But actually, there's only two points to separate um, Watford in third and Brentford and of course then you've got the chasing pack Middlesbrough Stoke you know these names will be familiar to a lot of people that follow English football um, of course Middlesbrough Stoke Cardiff Blackburn you know they've all been in the top flight um, in the not too distant past yeah, it was um, good, good, so yeah. good result for um, Brentford at Watford Brentford have turned a bit of a corner they had a little bit of a sticky patch about a month or so ago but they've um, they've turned the corner a little bit and um 
you know, picking up a few points here and there. A, a, yeah. a good good point at um, yeah. Watford, I think, because Watford, have, I think they've only lost one game at home, Watford. So, um, decent result there, like you say. And Brentford sort of still in there. I think Reading are, sort of, like I said, falling away a bit. And um, Middlesbrough are one to watch, aren't they? I mean, you know, with Neil Warnock at the helm, you know, very organised. I mean, yeah. they had a couple of... Yep. Bad results against Stoke and Preston recently, but um, no, good win, uh, good win over Millwall, good win over Luton. So um, they're still in the hunt there, and obviously down the bottom, the um, uh, teams that came up were Wickham, uh, Rotherham, and Coventry. Is that right? I believe yeah. So Coventry have sort of levelled yep. off a bit in 18th place. You know, I'm beating in five now, which is which is good good going. Rotherham inconsistent can't pick up too many wins just four wins out of the 19 obviously we just spoke about Wickham you know brand new to the championship first time at this level and uh, obviously yeah I love Wickham I love Gareth Ainsworth and what they're trying to do you know finding it tough but yeah 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 Mm. but no you're Mm. absolutely right they're um, yeah Wickham obviously uh, had uh, the great and the beast had a bay back in Fenwa you know helped get them Help get them promoted, mm. and uh, I mean, you know, they're uh, as I say, as you say, first time in the division, um, struggling for, for, for results. But as you'd expect, I think the thing is with with this division again. We mentioned Sheffield Wednesday's uh, points deduction, leaving them on nine, nine in ninth place. But you know, 11, uh, 11 points that Wickham have got, and uh, you know, you've got nine uh, QPR on nineteen. Um, sorry, 19 points in 19th position as well. So, you know, it's all to play for. I mean, it's, it's not a big difference across. You know, when you've still got um, 20-odd games left uh, to play until the end of the season, Wickham, you know, they're going to keep on, uh, you know, knocking away and trying to get up the league. Derby now seems to have, I mean, obviously they've had their problems this season, but um, managerial changes and they've... Yeah, I was just going to mention you know, Derby, two actually. Wins in the last four. Obviously, Derby County, big big club as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, they had a shocking start to nice. the season, um, and yeah. you know they're now unbeaten in five, which is a a, a good uh, corner to turn. I mean, obviously, a great result over, over Swansea last night, and um, I noticed that they they they've not conceded a goal in their last four games as well. So I'm not saying it's all down to Rooney, but obviously that change of putting Rooney <laughs> in charge is, you know, and his team or whatever, but. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fair play. They've, they've turned the corner. Yeah, Obviously, I don't know absolutely. why it didn't work under Philip Koku. I don't know what happened there, but, you know, maybe he wasn't cut out for the championship. I don't know, but I'm sure Derby fans will be feeling a lot happier today after that. It was a great win over Swansea, actually, because Swansea Koku, were going well. Yeah, I mean, I think Koku's done well, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I think he did well in, in, in the area division in, in his homeland. Um, I need to need to check the stats. We've got any Dutch fans out there? Then please do get in touch and let us know what you think about Koku uh, as a manager. Mm. Obviously, had a great glittered, glittering career um, as a player, um, and obviously got, he's gone into Derby. And you think, well, you know, Lampard cut teeth in management at Derby, got his uh, made his step, of course, to to to, to Chelsea, and you, you actually felt like I actually thought that was a really good signing in theory, uh, getting Koku in. But as you mentioned, Derby, fantastic club, great club, big club, club that should be. Um, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they were in the Premier League. Um, they're not where they want to be at the moment, but they've made the managerial change now. Obviously, I'm delighted to see Rooney doing well, and uh, we'll see if that continues. Because of course, you know, they're unbeaten in five. Um, two of those have been the victories. Obviously, one this week. And um, yeah, cracking stadium, big support. 
Um, big club in the Midlands, and uh, wish them well. Before before we move on to um, League One, mate, I just want to quickly point out yeah. Barnsley, which is an interesting one. Uh, Barnsley yeah. were really struggling at the start of the season, and they're usually sort of in and around those bottom places because they're, they're a club that sort of yo-yo between League One and the Championship. But they've got this uh, yeah. they've got this um, French guy in, haven't they? Um, Ismail, is it? Yeah. But Valerian Ismail. I, I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but. He's come in and good effort, good effort. He, he's done um, he's done wonders with him, isn't he? Yes, That's Barnsley. I mean, they're up in twelfth really now. Is. Yep, yep. Two one win this week against Preston, of course. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's making these signings that you know the uh, the well, Ishmael, you got it absolutely right. Valeron, Valerian, sorry, French okay. Valerian. Yeah. Ishmael, and you know, he's you know, as you say, they make these. Signings, you think, well, you know, a bit of an unknown quantity, isn't it? Mm. But obviously, the, the, the board of directors have done their homework. And as you say, he's working wonders. Uh, he's obviously got Herbie Kane. Um, there's a lot of players here that, you know, are, are connected with, with Premier League clubs. Um, obviously, Harry Wilson, um, Bournemouth. Uh, you know, the, Harvey Elliott as well. He's obviously at Liverpool, but playing for Blackburn. It's a division that have got, you know, a lot of, lot of talented players. Let's not forget the Jack Grealish. You know James Madison. You know they were they were big stars of the Championship and have clearly gone on to do very very well in the Premier League as well. And yeah. um, you know there's players like Herbie Kane at Barnsley, the players I just mentioned. Um, you know would look out a place in the Premier League. It's got that much quality in this division. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I mean it's it's always an interesting division. You know, always one to keep your eye on. And like I just wanted to point that out for Barnsley. I mean he only came in uh, at, the, yeah. at the end of October. I mean he's turned things around yeah, amazingly. Yeah. I mean what a run they're on. Yeah. So can we dip he, into? He's can, one of those leagues. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Can we dip into League One? Have we got a bit of time to dip into League One? Yeah, of course we can. I'm yeah. Sure, okay. Because uh, I, I, you, you know, you didn't tell me you like. I had to keep quiet. It's your birthday. So as a sort of late belated well, birthday present, well, I'm delighted a, to hand over. It was a week to ago, you mate. League One. <laughs> 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 I'm promoting. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not an Instagram, Facebook person that gets, you know, notifications about people's birthdays. However, that's a little plug there for our Instagram and Facebook page. We're <laughs> up live and running on the Volley 99, of course. You can Absolutely. check us out, check out the videos, the pods. Um, it, the idea is that it's both of us on the videos, not just me. Gary can get involved in that when, when suits. Oh, Nick, about big Nick clubs, prefers yeah. being on video more than I do. So let's just. Um, anyway, um, League One. Logical issue. League One. Big clubs again. Uh, there are, like yeah, there are some there. big clubs in League One. Obviously, the, one of, you'd say Sunderland, uh, the biggest you would have thought in there. Uh, Portsmouth, you know, Hull, Ipswich, you know, all, all sort of big names, really. Um, and Hull, obviously yeah, top yeah. at the moment, but they haven't won the last three. So Portsmouth are closing the gap a bit in second place. And Peterborough, yeah, one of yeah. those, one of those sort of, I'd say slightly inconsistent clubs at times. Peterborough. Uh, in third yeah, place, yeah. Uh, Lincoln, who have done amazing things since they got back into the league, up in fourth place. Again, two defeats on the trot. So is anyone going to put any sort of consistency together? And then, obviously, one of the big, the, the famous clubs in that division, Ipswich Town, former UEFA Cup winners. Um, once again, another inconsistent side. Two wins, two Be losses, well. and a draw in the in the last five. You know. Yeah, I mean, you just, you know, just, again, you're just looking at it. 12 position, you've got Blackpool, again, Blackpool in the Premier League not that long ago. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, you know, and they're on 26 points. And you, you know, Doncaster in sixth, and the playoff places are on 30. So again, this, you know, there's an opportunity there, even in 12th position, which you know many would consider mid-table. Um, you know, uh, there's every reason why uh, those teams could um, make the make the playoffs, of course, come the end of the season. Um, again, just below Blackpool, um, Gillingham, you know, big yeah, the Priestfield. Uh, shout out to any Gillingham fans out there. <laughs> and then you've got, of course, uh, Wimbledon. Now, okay, Wimbledon haven't been anywhere near the Premier League or the top or the top categories uh, for more than a decade. But most people that have followed English British football throughout um, their lives uh, since the 90s um, will know that Wimbledon were a big player. In the, in the Premier League. So, you know, big clubs down there. And, you know, shout out to the West Country, of course, where I'm from, Rovers, Plymouth, Swindon, all battling it down at the wrong end of the division there. But um, there's a long way to go. And another division with a lot of games. Yeah. Just just a quick one on Wimbledon. It's um, Obviously, it's a, it's, a, it's a story and a half, that, isn't it? I mean, they came from non-league, went all the way up to what was then the first division yeah. and is now the Premier League. Yeah. They stayed there for some yeah. years and then, obviously, they dropped back down and, well, they became... MK Dons, didn't they? So there's that rivalry there between those two. And yeah, then, obviously, yeah. the Wimbledon fans got together and started the club again from scratch, basically. And then, it, I mean, it's an amazing achievement to get them up into League One. Now they seem to be quite established in League One. They've got the new ground. But there's a there's a, a video that I, or a film that I must um, recommend if anyone wants to... Uh, learn more about Wimbledon and their crazy gang days it was actually called The Crazy Gang it's a BT Sport film it and it's, a, it's a brilliant film honestly if you watch it brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah yeah and so thank you very much for that yeah and a shout out to that to that film Pellicula I mean you know it's it's been that of course Minnie Jones was part of that uh, crazy gang yeah um, could be considered famous or infamous depending on your perspective mm. Um, well, just I thought it would be interesting on the, on the League One and the Championship, one to watch, um, you know, because a lot of these uh, a lot of these clubs have, um, you know, got stars that may not be, or stars for them that may not be with them in the next season because the might, promotion might uh, attract the attention of bigger clubs or, you know, other clubs might come in for them. Um, but I thought it might be interesting uh, just to add a little feature on uh, Jorge Grant, who sounds a Spanish like he's got a Spanish mum and an English dad. Um, he's a 24-year-old he's a uh, Lincoln uh, player who's, who's, who's as English as roast beef. Um, so, but I, I just thought I'd mention Jorge Grant to see if uh, over the next couple of seasons you might see him uh, surface in, in more in fit, more superior divisions. Um, Is that purely because you like his uh, first name? And because you live in Spain? I actually thought, you know, when I first when I heard about him a couple of weeks ago, I actually thought... Oh, so what part of Spain is he from with a name like Jorge? Jorge. And uh, a lot of the parents, a lot of the fact that his parents, no, no, I mean, he's, he's English, as I say, he's roast beef. And, uh, you know, he's been at Mansfield, been at Luton, uh, been around a bit. Um, uh, but clearly his parents, you know, enjoyed a summer in, uh, <laughs> in the, on the, on the, on the Balearics yeah. or on the, uh, on the peninsula. Absolutely. And thought, you know what, we'll call our son Jorge. Jorge or George. Instead of George. Instead of George. <laughs> instead of George. And, uh, yeah. Which is basically the opposite of what uh, Mr. and Mrs. Honeyman did for George Honeyman, yeah. um, <laughs> ex-Sunderland, of course, but now uh, applying his trade elsewhere. At Hull, um, yeah. At Hull. I think we should, also, we should also mention Sunderland, actually. Obviously, Sunderland, massive club in this division. Um, they've yeah. been in, this, I think this is their third season now in this division. Obviously, a for, former Premier Club. 
They've ch- chopped and changed managers so often. I think they've now got Lee Johnson in the former. Uh, I think it's Bristol City, wasn't he? I think they've got him in as the manager now, and he's, well, he's trying to turn around their fortunes. But down in ninth, drawing too many games, still not far off the um, playoffs, so. But I'm sure Sunderland fans would be hoping that this is the year they finally get out of this league. But worth mentioning, worth mentioning as well. You talk about former Premier League clubs. Look at Wigan Athletic, 23rd in the table. Couple of decent wins recently, but another another defeat last night. Five nil home defeat to Rochdale last night. Um, yeah. Insane, really. And uh, Wigan. Well, for, you know what can you say about Wigan? What well, for any consumers for out there, on the, JD Sports, you know, and uh, is that was that right? Did J, Dave Whelan? He was the uh, yeah, yeah. JD Sports, which is a high street name. Well, I mean, you know, there's a bit. What can you say about that, Tim? I mean, you know, it wasn't uh, long ago that they were attracting. Um, I'm trying to think. I never should know the name. Matt, what was the guy that the Argentinian guy at the uh, at Wigan banging them in? I mean, Wigan have had, you know, they've attracted some top top players. They, when they were in the Premier League, they were a competitive force, and it wasn't that long ago. Um, and then. They are, you know, 23rd well, they in won, League One, they, they, staring down the Was it the 2013 they won the cup against Man City? That Ben Watson header, wasn't it? Was it 2013? The DTX, there we are, there we are, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I tell you what, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, incredible, incredible. Yeah, yeah, incredible. What, what a yeah. story that is. It is. I mean, yeah. it, you know, and they're obviously, and Swindon, Swindon was, I mean, okay, they only had uh, a brief spell and a stint in the Premier League, but, All you know, ago. massive, massive. Club in the West Country, Swindon Town. Great support, great town. Shout out to the lads in Swindon. And uh, seem a bit of a yo-yo club at the moment, don't they, mate? They can't work out. Oh, they want to be in League One or League Two, Swindon. I don't want to be in the Championship. No, I know. <laughs> but I know that. But I tell you what, four defeats out of the last five. You know, it doesn't bode well. They need to start picking wins up and getting out of the relegation zone. Because of course, in this league, there's four places. In the relegation zone, and it's not where you want to be. Um, so yeah, but really interesting, fantastic, great passion for these leagues as well. You know, mm. the the lower leagues in England are uh, fascinating. Of course, um, I just want to um, more passionate with fans. So let's sorry, just... before you carry on, yeah, let's um, see what 2021 brings. One that I'd like to mention, I think, are having a good season is Crew Crew Alexandria. Yeah, they came up last season, um, and. Like, no. I think they came up with Swindon and um, I think Plymouth, maybe. Um, and they're sitting in 11th at the moment, and they seem to be getting a little bit of consistency going. I mean, Crew obviously have always been one of those clubs that have been known to produce their own players, and, you know, they've got a long line of uh, players that have come from Crew. And um, so I think I, I think they're worth a shout that sitting in 11th place, having a good run at the moment, three wins yeah. in their last four, you know, good side, play good football, you know. So I'm... I'm Thought worth shouting out, crew. There. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, famous for for being the academy of football. Mm. Um, yeah, producing fantastic players down the year. Rob Jones, remember him? Rob Jones, Just, yeah. Uh, one of many. Danny Murphy. David Platt. These players, they indeed. roll off the tongue. <laughs> the, indeed, indeed. Well, yeah. No, it's been fantastic. Lovely to to to, uh, to cast an eye over these leagues because. Um, and of course, they're, they're crucial to the uh, to the English. Oh, they're huge. Football pyramid. They're huge. Um, and yeah, 
you know, I mean, I just Which, hope uh, that these clubs can start getting some fans in, you know, because a lot of these yeah, clubs yeah, that yeah, we're talking yeah. about here, uh, now, whether, yeah. whether I don't yeah. know the ins and outs of these clubs, but a lot of them, I would have thought, are quite close, you know, to not not being able to exist Get for much longer, this. you know, particularly yeah. when yeah. we look into yeah. League Two. Yeah, it's a horrible thought. As we're going to do now, League Two, which is the third, the fourth tier of yeah. English football, um, yeah. for people who are interested. Um, yeah, some interesting clubs down here as well. Once again, it's a it's a well supported league when the fans are in. You know, lots of passion down in League Two. I'm currently sitting on top of the table, Newport County, another club that have come back from the dead that had to drop out the league and. And, and come back again. Yeah, start again. Yeah, absolutely. Newport County, Welsh side. So, um, but they've, they've had a... Um... Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, 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 go on, Karen, because obviously, uh, yeah, Newport in first, Carlisle in second, Cheltenham uh, in third, Forest Green in fourth, but and then we've got Exeter, Cambridge and Colchester. So, you know, a big representation there from the south southwest and uh, Wales, as you say, as well, and, uh, and Colchester, uh, Essex, no? Colchester's, yeah, Essex, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, there's a pause. Have I, got, have I got my English geography wrong? No, no, Colchester's in Essex, yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, no, no, I was just going to say, um, obviously Newport, who, you know, they've been, they've been playing very well, actually, um, but they've only picked up one point from the last two games, so uh, hopefully for them it's not a slide, but yeah, they've got Carlisle United, which is obviously right in the northwest of the country, right up the top of the northwest of the country. Going very well at the moment. Four wins on the bounce. Um, I believe, is it Keith Curls in charge, I believe, the former Man City Keith defender? Joe. I could be wrong, Joe, but I'm pretty sure. When Man City were a real club. Sorry. Oh, here we go. Um, and, I mean, yeah, and the, other, the, other one, the other one are doing quite well with Cheltenham. Up until yesterday, a shocking... Home defeat to Bolton. I mean, Cheltenham have a, a very good home record, and not many people like going, or not many teams yeah. like going to Wadden Road. But um, absolutely, you know, well, um, it was a Ryan Delaney strike in the ninety-first minute, wasn't yeah. it, which uh, downed Cheltenham. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you, should, you wouldn't have thought they'd be holding on for a point, and in the end, they got nothing from uh, from the visit of uh, of. Of the Trotters. The Latics, no? Oh, the Trotters. The Trotters. Oldham, apologies, Oldham fans. Yeah. Um, Oldham sitting in 16th, by the way, in League Two, the Latics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, fascinating stuff going on. And again, you know, you want to see the fans back. And we keep saying it. Yeah. It's not in our hands. Um, everybody, the most important thing is everybody stays safe and stays, stays healthy and safe. But, you know, it's, it's a massive part of British culture. Um, and whether you like football or not, you know, on match days, towns are flooded with emotion, with with passion, with colour, vibrancy, and uh, and it's being missed because you know it's always one thing working from home like we do, you know, on the pod. But when it comes to match days, you know, it's it's, it's great to, to to sample a a good old English football match day, pie and chips in the calf. Yeah, I mean, particularly um, these lower leagues. Back, I mean, these lower. I mean, the Premier League is is out on its own. It's almost like it's not part of these these lower leagues. And I, I do love this this type of football. And interestingly, I was listening to um, yeah. a conversation with uh, someone who works for Dagenham and Redbridge. And Dagenham and Redbridge, if you don't know, are in the National League in England, which is the fifth tier. 
and he was just talking about yep, yep. Um, how important a club like Dagenham is for the community, for the area. I mean, it's not just a case of yeah. they play football and then that's it, they all go home. The area, the people of that area of Dagenham and Redbridge, they use the football club for their own, you know, for their own um, socialising, for their own entertainment, things like that. It's so yeah, important, yeah. clubs like yeah, that yeah, in yeah. the area. That's a way of life. You know, and I'd hate it if because of these restrictions that these clubs... We'll, we'll go to the wall. I mean, you know, like I said, Dagenham and Redbridge, obviously they were in the league a few years back, but um, they're sort of struggling down the um, wrong end of the National League, although they had a good yeah. result at Torquay the other day. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we want to obviously emphasise the importance of, uh, of following restrictions, following the guidelines, you know. Can't emphasise that enough. But you're right, it was almost like we knew two, and if, and if that was to happen, if that horrible situation and circumstance would, would, would exist, where Dagenham and Redbridge, for example, you know, were to go out of business, you know, due to the, uh, due to the, the, consequence, the, the consequence of the pandemic, um, it would almost be like living two different lives, two different worlds, you know, the, the life that we used to know on this and this new life, and you just you just hope that, um, yeah, thanks to scientists, et cetera, for finding vaccinations, et cetera, we just, just want to get back to the way it was because life was, was was great. Um, we can still follow it in, in a certain way, but you know these these clubs are so important for the communities. Um, they're also so so important in playing their part, as I say, you know, for the footballing pyramids that exists. Because um, okay, the Premier League is sometimes feels like an isolated uh, an island on its own, but they're all so important. Um, I was just I just wonder if I could quickly mention about James Wilson. James Wilson, you may remember him at United, um, and he's now you know playing his trade in the second division at Salford City, who've got obviously their United Manchester United connections, of course, with the owners. Yeah. Um, but it's just the fact that this was a guy who only a few years ago, in fact, we we're just talking about Wigan then. I remember when he came on against Wigan, and uh, yeah, could have only been three or four years ago. So living up in Valencia, and he came on, and I'm sure he did against Wigan when uh, Shane Long. I think scored for Wigan uh, to, 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 to take all three points that night and you just look now Shane Long obviously continuing to, to do stuff uh, on international scene and for Ireland and and of course for Southampton but James Wilson down in the second division you know plugging away possibly trying to get back up he's, he's got the quality um, but you know he's, it's a it's a cruel life you know football to go from the heights of the Premier League right at the top to you know struggling to get a game being out on loan, now find yourself in the, in the second division, but I'm sure you've still got the passion for football, you know. Which you, yeah, I mean, some, you sometimes it's just the way it goes, isn't it? I mean, these players, you I mean you get you get plenty of players that have to drop down a few leagues to to get their game time, and then you know yeah. it's up yeah. to, it's up to them then true, to true. to get noticed again and and to show that they they deserve to be playing higher. I mean, there's no absolute zero shame in playing for Salford City. I mean, you know, um, so. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. there's lots of people out there who, you know, be quite happy to <laughs> drop yeah, down yeah, to, no, like you say, Salford City. They're currently yeah, exactly. ninth at the moment in the um, in the in League Two. Um, I want to point yeah, out um, yeah, yeah. a result that I thought was a, a very good result for one of the newly promoted teams, Harrogate. Uh, obviously, their first season in League yeah. Two this season. And they, they went and won yeah. at Exeter um, last night or the night before. Um, a really good result because Exeter have been flying, you know. Top scorers in the country, Exeter City, with 39 goals. And Harrogate 
Harrogate went down there and, and won 2-1. It's a brilliant result for them. Um, and also, another one I want to point out, if you don't mind. Yeah, fantastic. Is, um, is the boys down at Roots Hall, yeah. Southend, who've had an absolutely shocking start to the season. They could not buy a win. Now, all of a sudden, they've got seven no, points. They can from, now. Seven points from their last nine, which is, is really encouraging to see Southend yeah. clawing their way back. Keeps them. And, absolutely. And, and catching up Stevenage. Oof. Yeah. You know, Stevenage looking in a bit of trouble. With, with, with Barrow and Bradford. Remember them? Bradford. Bradford City. Another Premier League. Premier League, League not long yeah. Ago. yeah. Valley Parade. I Absolutely. mean, and of course, you know, Southern is Southern chasing Stevenage. If they hadn't got, if they'd have just picked up a draw in the last two games, not a win, then obviously, you know, that's four points less than what they'd have had, um, which puts them on eighth and struggling. But, you know, those two wins, as you say, especially with Stevenage um, picking up a draw and a defeat in the last two. Um, it just keeps them in there, doesn't it? It keeps them plugging away, pecking away, and trying to climb that. Uh, it must be difficult down there because, of course, you know, you go into the National League and it's, it's, it's different. And then it's not easy to, to bounce back up. Um, so, you know, as you say, good work for mentioning it. South End, Roots Hall. Must be, uh, can imagine a bouncing Roots Hall. Uh, yeah, not at the moment, unfortunately. Gene on the team, getting them out. Well, well, you know, if things continue to go their way, they could be they could be out of the drop zone. But we'll see. And of course, um, on this pod, we do bring you all the leaks, and we'll get, we'll give you the uh, we'll let you know any developments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other one that's a, a couple of weeks. The other one's a little concerning. Is down in twenty second place, um, Barrow. Obviously, new to the league as well. Barrow, right up there in the well, uh, in the northwest as well. Five defeats on the trot yeah. now for David Dunn's side. Um, you know, can they turn yeah, a corner or are they going to be heading straight back? Well, especially with the form that Southend are in breathing down their necks. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they want to arrest, arrest that form because five defeats, you know, is, 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 is not, it's not where they want to be. And uh, as you say, David Dunn has got... He's probably having a few sleepless nights at the moment, trying to work out how to get his Barrow team heading in the right direction. Because, yeah. uh, as I say, Stevenage on the same amount of points as well. It's uh, not Stevenage enjoying uh, any great, but um, but they've got they've got work to do. And Southend, of course, plucking uh, picking up two uh, two wins in three is the, they're heading in the right direction, but. Uh, We'll see. We'll certainly give you an update on these uh, on these leagues yeah, over the next coming weeks. Yeah, I do like so these leagues. Tomorrow we get back. There's a bit of um, yeah. There's yeah. a, well, it's there, been a pleasure. There's a sense of normality about these leagues that I like. You know, a real sort of you know um, yeah. proper yeah. a proper how can you say yeah proper football. You know, I mean, I do like yeah. watching these leagues, proper. and I, I know that you're a fan yeah. of the the bigger leagues, mate. But um, I do like me. Uh, my championship, League One, League Two stuff. So um, hopefully, I'm a fan of it. <laughs> hopefully, if um, the bigger leagues, I, I can tell you what happened in the Chilean third division last night. <laughs> the bigger leagues, yeah. Of course, I love the bigger leagues because you know, it's, it's great to see. And so do you. So do you. And uh, and you know, if things, if you can get a nice Christmas present with a few wins for Arsenal over the festive period, then I'm sure you'll uh, reignite your uh, your love for the big one as well. But you're right. I mean, you know, I love all football, and that's why I take great pride in in seeing Southend turn their season around. 
Yep. Okay. So, well, we'll leave yeah, it there, it's been mate. A pleasure looking at the lowly. We'll, we'll leave it there. And what, okay. What Good I'm going to say is, if if, um, if 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 there's people out there listening and they quite like listening to um, information about the or how things going in the in the uh, second, third, and fourth tier of English football, we could even look at the fifth tier of English football. If there's enough interest, then obviously we'll con- continue doing it. And um, I'm quite happy to feature different clubs as we go along and um yeah let us sure. know if if it's something people sure. will be interested in um listening to every week you know that's what we're that's what we're here for absolutely and uh, just on that note um if you've got because of course we live in a digital media age um if anybody would like to uh, if anybody's practicing in the back garden or down in the local park that sounds that sounds fantastic we don't do that as much as we used to um, and anyone scores a volley and you record it, send it in because we're called on the volley for a reason. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, it's one of, the, it's one, of the, one of the most you know beautiful parts of the game is catching a sweet volley. Guy knows all about that. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and therefore you know we'd love to see your volleys and we, we, we'll, we'll promote those volleys that you that you send us. We'll put them out there on the web. Um, again on the volley ninety nine on the hashtag and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Of course we'll be back tomorrow morning as always. With our Friday preview show, we've got an absolute humdinger of a program coming up. Um, so can't wait for that. Yes, mate. Gary, what's your, what's your, what's your highlight of the weekend coming up? Highlight of the weekend? Um, You're going to tell me South End, aren't you? <laughs> anything, uh, that, anything that stands <laughs> Yeah, it's like a big game. Anything that stands out. A big game at St. James's Park. Exeter City against Forest Green Rovers. What a, what a game that's going to be. <laughs> The other one. Yeah, the real St. James's the, Park. The other St. James's Park. Mm. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, so well, keep uh, your eye on that one. To, oh, no, it wasn't St. James's Park. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, I'm sure you're also <laughs> going to keep your eye across no, Mansfield Town and South Actually, that's on that's on Boxing Day. I've just had a look. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit there, mate. Boxing Day. Well, you are. Well, I tell you, speaking of Boxing Day, South End go to Colchester. Sorry, entertain Colchester. But anyway... <laughs> Southend uh, is a part of the show, but it's not the show. Yeah. But uh, again, you know, congratulations to all at Southend. Big win last night against Grimsby. Um, big game coming up away to Mansfield on Saturday. We're still talking about Southend. They're my new club. Um, <laughs> all right, mate. All right, we'll leave so, it there. So yeah, well, mate, well, great to speak to you as always. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm not sure what off. track you've got lined up for DJ Montague. Yeah, I'm going to finish and, off uh, with a bit of the uh, Zootons today. All right. Yes. Don't just get football on this pod. <laughs> All right. Get so real music as well. So we'll catch up tomorrow, mate. I'll see you later. All right. Take care. Have a good one. Well, sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water.
And in my head I make a picture 